Erica, welcome back to the Boiling Night Show. I am here today for a more exclusive episode. We're going to talk about work ethic and wealth and how does social media and your location play a part in it. My name is John Quill Stewart, and I'm going to let my guests and my co-hosts introduce themselves. We'll start off with our guest. How oh. you doing? I'm doing good. My name is Dandrea Baker, but you can call me D. I'm from a small town in Georgia, but I've been around, like, traveling a little bit, and I have a bachelor's degree in psychology, and I got two kids, so I'm mom life all the way nowadays, but that's me. Yay. Good stuff. What's going on, The Boiling Ice Show? You know what it is. It's your host, Alan. Um, You guys hear me every every time we episode so you know probably getting sick and tired of my voice um <laughs> representing california as I always do uh no kids 100 percent single ladies <laughs> yeah y'all here y'all better quit playing <laughs> right. so let's get into it man it's 2022 all right i ain't the oldest person on the planet but i was born in 1989 the very last month of 1989. So check me out. Social media became a, a big thing when I was in college. I didn't really grow up in school with it like that. So when it comes to work ethic and stuff like that, I'm going to let you all, y'all a little bit younger than me, not too much, but still, I was on that line, you know what I'm saying? So anybody a year younger than me probably was in high school with it. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. It's better if I listen to y'all anyway on this subject, if you ask me. <laughs> Just to be honest with you. So, yeah, so we cover, um, so we're, we're going to talk about, you know, the social media and the effect that it has on work ethic and does location play a part in, you know, the rise and fall of it. <clears throat> um, now, this stems from in the past 10 years, we have seen social media jump to heights that we didn't really know was possible. You know, I mean, every, everywhere you go, it's common to, for someone to either ask, Hey, do you have a Facebook? Hey, do you have a social media? Hey, you know, this or this or that. Um, It's also one of those things that people, it's also one of those steps that people take to ensure that the person they're talking to is actually even real at that point. And now it's almost a taboo if you don't have social media to some to some degree. You know, there are still people out there that don't have them because they prefer not to put their information all out there. Or, you know, they feel like you have to conform to a new standard of society, um, which I totally get. Because even though I have social media, I'm probably not the most active on it. And... Um, that's just due to because I don't like people to know my business. I don't want people to know what I'm doing with my life. It's really not, no, no one's business, but I have quite a very good set of friends that I met in the lovely army, and I love to keep in contact with them as much as I can. And I do, I do like to see uh, people kind of achieve things, you know, achieve great things for their life. So it is, it is what it is. Um, now, I was talking about this kind of like a little bit a while ago uh, with some friends of mine, and we were on the topic of, you know, how social media has blown up, the things you can do with it, the um, the atmosphere it's created, and we mentioned at some point, you know, like, because we were talking about, oh, we hate working, working sucks, I think everyone can agree to that, working does suck. The system behind jobs is completely flawed. Um, and, you know, we, we were joking around. And we were like, we hate our fucking jobs. <laughs> our jobs suck. Or it's not necessarily our jobs, but we just hate working. Like, working sucks. And we, we, started, we started joking, and we were like, you know what? We're just going to fucking start streaming and make so much money off streaming video games. <laughs> And uh, it, it, it started to make me think a little bit. And I was like, wow, that's, you know, now that is actually a route that people can take. But is it a route that people can respect? 
And I say respect because, yes, if you're taking the route of streaming or doing content, um, you know, trying to be an influencer, YouTuber, Twitch streamer, whatever the case may be, there's there's still a lot of work you have to go into it. You know, you have to do things daily. You have to let that embody your entire life. But is it a lazy route to take, you know, because it's easy or I shouldn't say easy, but, you know, you have everything you need in the palm of your hand. And putting up content, you know, to some people may not be a very hard thing to do. It might just come naturally to them and they can do it. And now, you know, these people that have made it big are famous and they're making money that we wish we could make. But is it kind of a scapegoat route, you know, instead of the traditional get a good paying job, work hard at it, things come your way. <clears throat> now, I'm an avid gamer. I love to game. I love to, um, you know, that's, that, that, that's what I do in my off time. But I do it because it's one of the um, it's one of the things that still has a connection to my childhood. And. It's one of those things I just have always enjoyed doing. You know, I like seeing the different stories or being a different character and just being able to kind of just lose myself for a few hours, you know, in the beautiful worlds that these developers create. But I have my nine to five job. I'm doing my thing. Um, you know, I, I, I do work hard. Everything that I've gotten has, beca has become, it is because of my hard work ethic because, you know, that's just it. This is how I was, how I was wired to operate. So my question to you guys, or my first question to you guys, and I want to know both of your guys' thoughts, is first let's just start with what it, what ha, what has the role of social media played for you, and do you think it's kind of more of a scapegoat scapegoat route when you hear people say, "Well, I'm just going to turn to um, making content to get to to make ends meet." What, what, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Um, well, for me, I'll start. And for me personally, social media for me is mainly like entertainment and just a way to connect with people that um, that I've met over my life. So, I mean, I'm all for, I post a lot, but sometimes it's intellectual stuff. Sometimes I'm just laughing. But um, in terms of when people want to use social media as like a way to make money, I think in some instances it is a scapegoat route because if everybody becomes like a social media expert, we're, I feel like when it comes down to like jobs such as trades or think or everyday life things, we're not going to have that many people able to do that. And they might just let robots or something come in because you don't have people that are going to be electricians or people that will be plumbers, mm -hmm. people that are do like jobs that are trades because everybody wants to be you know social media famous but in some but in but also in some regards like it necessarily isn't a scapegoat route because you still have to put in a lot of work just to become relevant enough to make money on any type of social media platform like you have to make sure the algorithm likes you and you have to put out content constantly if not every second of every day just to become relevant okay all right, can y'all hear me? Yeah. Yeah, we can hear you. All right, so check me out. This is uh my take on social media. So I talk about my history on it first. Um, like I said, I didn't have like Facebook in high school. I created mine when I was in college. And when I first so when I first started uh using Facebook, so I was a I'm a co-founder of an organization at my undergrad at some Penn State University. There's an organization that's called the Privy of the Streamers. Gentlemen, me and seven other other students at the Valley State co-founded our own organization. And um, so when we, um, like, through events and stuff like that, initially we used to always post our flyers and stuff online. It was an organization. And, you know, we used to have nice turnout. Every event was pretty dope. Um, you could always, any, both of y'all can catch me offline and I could, you know what I mean, dig up some pictures. Uh, most of every one of the eight original co-founders of that organization is also a part of a 
Greek organization. Uh, between all eight of us, you're going to find us, me. I'm a member of Omega South Five Fraternity Incorporated. Got some Alphas, uh, Kappas, got some Sigmas, uh, Iota. You know, by all of us, we co-founded an organization for non-Greeks, though, at our school. Mm-hmm. So if you're a freshman, you can actually go to Savannah State University and look up the organization. When you look up the history of the organization, you're going to read my name, stuff like that. So we used to actually, you know what I mean? So this actually took a lot of hard work to actually create this organization. You get what I'm saying? Like, we had textbook requirements, like so many amount of community service hours you got to do, so many amount of cleanups you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, in addition to actually going to school and doing your work. So we busy all day. You know what I'm saying? Once you got out of class, you got to go clean up uh, one of the streets down the street. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, we're doing a lot of work. So social media was a way to connect to other students and stuff like that. Um, then I graduated. Obviously, I joined the military right after I graduated. You was a part of that lifestyle. I'm not going to lie to you. I wasn't really as... I wasn't really as active on Facebook as much during that time period. Um, I mean, how could we? We were in the field constantly. <laughs> yeah, we had, we had, believe it or not, we had, um, we had legal limitations on what we could and could not post. So a lot of our real life is not actually on. A lot of that stuff is watered yeah. down. Filter like them up. You know what I'm saying? It's not nothing we can do about it. We the United States military. You know they're watching us. So it's like. When it came to me graduating, I started my own organization. I started my own LLC. Obviously, I'm in the diamond industry, uh, sociology as well. And when I first started, a lot of things that I was trying to sign my company up for, a lot of them were asking, do you have a website? Are you on social media? Stuff like that. So believe it or not, as we matriculate through life, you kind of have to be more social media savvy because they're asking for it. You get what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Like, a lot of people won't even think your business is legit if they can't find you on Facebook. Crazy as it sounds. No, it's true. You know what I'm saying? Crazy as it it might be. Like, uh, last year, you know, um, I I didn't make a single sale of diamonds online. But I made revenue, obviously. You know what I'm saying? So it's Mm -hmm. like, you don't necessarily need to put everything, your whole business on social media. But I think people who's going to keep fighting it, like, find social media, you're going to lose a lot because you got a lot of people you can't reach and they will never know what you do if you don't post it on social media. So it's like, right. I think you just got to know how to use it. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, to all those who are thinking, like, wow, does military really monitor, you know, your social media presence? In a way, yes. I'm not going to go into the whole logistics of it because I do not know. But once that... Well, once that NCO, once that certain NCO or commander f- Facebook friends you, trust me, they're not doing it because they like you. <laughs> they are trying to see what you are up to. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so I'm one of the sergeants that was a part of his unit, and I I was not tracking his Facebook like that. He better not keep lying on me. Uh, <laughs> first off, <laughs> but so check me out. When Alan went to Afghanistan with me, right? So. Uh, Afghanistan, we were one of the group of people that actually went outside the wire. We won five. We, you know, we did two missions a day. That was our protocol. Do a mission in the morning, mission at night. While we out and about, you ain't record. I mean, well, we we was recording shit, but you knew you couldn't post shit. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> so you knew you couldn't post shit. You already knew that. You know what I mean? If you did, it was gonna it better been some commercial type stuff. You know, you and the guys together, you know what I'm saying? It better not been like no ANA or no Afghans, no Taliban members in the picture, no shit like that. I think one mm-hmm. of our buddies got a picture with one of the kids over there. You know, that's pretty cool. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you 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 knew what you could and, and couldn't post. Like when we went inside some of the ANA compounds, uh some of the uh that's that's the actual name of the Afghanistan army. The Taliban is not a member, but that's not what we're here to teach. When you go inside they compound inside they building, you're not you're not going on no cell phone. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you know what you can and can't post. So it's like when it say hard work, I can't say social media is the reason. But like I said, I do believe it's uh disinformation. <clears throat> so right. if you sit here and you try to see what I'm doing in my career and you only going off Facebook, then you have no idea what the hell I'm doing. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I've never put leaving the army, going, you know, outside the army. I didn't even post any 
anything about my master's program until I graduate. You know what I mean? If you go to my Facebook page right now, you'll see uh, Golden Gate University master's program. That stuff went into the... I was already graduated by the time I even put it on there. You know what I'm saying? None of my master's program friends is on there. He wasn't on social media. I was just doing my thing. You know what I'm saying? Enjoying the time I was doing in Cali. <laughs> um, my LLC. You'll never see me digging. Uh, yeah. No minerals on my Facebook. You're you going to see me say, hey, I'm selling. But you know what I mean? So it's like, you got to know what, what you're looking at. You know what I'm saying? So if you are basing what you're going to do off my Facebook, you will be misinformed and you won't be producing the same amount of work because you don't, mm -hmm. you know, you're looking at the wrong thing. So. Yeah, and if I'm, anyone. I'm on, if I'm on anyone, the fence. Yeah. No, that's good, though. That's good, though. I was going to say, if anyone scours my Facebook, you're just, you're not going to find out much except probably about the latest UFC fights. It's <laughs> really about it. <laughs> right. Um, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, so so with that being said, do you think that social media, you know, is, I'm not going to say it's going to replace, you know, traditional jobs because that's never going to happen. I mean, even if everyone's turned to social media, it's just never going to happen. Uh, do you think that the increase of people, uh, do, do you think there's going to be an increase of people turning that route or trying to, you know, make all this content to get to where they want to be in life. You know, do you think there's going to be a huge increase of that? Cause we, we, I mean, we see a huge increase in it in the past 10 years. So then let's look forward to another 10 years. What do you think the next 10 years is going to look like regarding this? Is, is it going to be a normal thing where you walk into a grocery store and, you know, you start chatting with someone and they're like, Oh yeah, you know, I'm just either working here or I'm, you know, doing my thing. Uh, but my whole day job is making content and stuff like that. Do you think there's, it's going to, our, 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 do you think the world's going to turn, is going to be looking like that basically um, in the future? Um, I think, I think that's the direction that we're headed because I'm Zuckerberg and this whole metaverse. And then um, there's also these things called popples where people can put these little, I think it's kind of like a tag or something. And it'll instantly upload your social media where anybody can follow you. So I think that's the I think that things are headed in the route where people are going to be more social media focused, or people are want to go. Are people going to want to go more into like this virtual world? But um, I would say that there's going to be some things going to be left left behind. But there's just a lot of I'm trying to think of the word. Because I think people, they want to they want to make it big and perception that all you have to do mm -hmm. is have one viral video and you can like make millions. So I think you're going to get a lot of more people trying to do that in the next couple of years because there's still things with social media that no one's ever tried or nobody's ever like reached the depth of what you can actually do with it. Yet. Right. Now my whole my whole stance on you know just social media in general is or you know, my whole stance on this you know, is it the lazy route. Speaking, speaking just from, you know, I'm speaking based off of what I've heard or what I've been told by previous people that do want to go the social media route. To me, it's, I, I, I'm more on the verge. I'm not saying that if you go that route, you're not putting in hard work or anything like that. I'm not saying that at all. Cause, cause you definitely are, you know, you're putting content out daily, you're doing your thing, but I'm, I lean towards the more lazy side, and this is based off of what I've been told, is because people that I've heard or spoke to about, you know, doing streaming or, you know, doing whatever they're doing because they want to make it big or they want, you know, the big bucks or anything like that, um, they're, they're, they're not doing it supporting themselves, you know, they're having someone else support them. And I think that's where my issue came in a little bit because I'm like, you know, I've worked for everything I've ever fucking owned. Mm -hmm. And um, and if there's something I wanted, well, I had to put in the work and, you know, achieve to get to what I wanted. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't even get it. I mean, 
I've been trying to work forever for a Lamborghini. I still don't have a Lamborghini, you know, but I'm still trying to work for it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so I think, I think that's where my issue lied a little bit more on the lazy route because a lot of people, or I guess I won't say a lot, but you know, when I, the stories that I've heard is that people are having their spouses take care of them or their families take care of them while they're achieving this. To me, that's just, to me, that's just not, it doesn't really sit right with me, you know, because I'm like, you know, if you, if you want to go that route, cool. Like, Hey, I, I hope it works out for you. I, I really do. But I want you to do it supporting yourself. I don't want it to be, you know, someone else supporting you because then you don't, you don't get that fire. You know, you, you, you don't get that desire to, you know, really work hard for it, especially if someone else is supporting you. You're like, oh, well, you know, I can fall back on this. I can fall back yeah. on that. And, and a lot of people are like, well, you know, that's the opportunity that people get. Yeah, that's the opportunity you get. But like, why put that on someone else? You know, it's like, it's like that investment. It's like that investment that you're hesitant to make because you don't know where it can go, you know? So, know. so that's just kind of where I was going with it. Now to the next part, do you think the location you live at, do you think social media affects how far you can go with it? Yes. Yes. Yeah, most definitely. You know, um, I will say a lot of the, a lot of these social media that you see, you know, with IG models or, TikTok creators, you know, where they, where are they making the content? Um, I know we've all seen the videos of some creators going to parts they probably don't have any business being in and making content based off that and creating these clickbait headlines, you know? Um, I'm pretty sure we've all seen the videos of like, dude going in the ghetto and asking for drugs or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, with those locations being, why is it that they don't stay in those areas to make all their content? They just do a quick video here and there, you know, like, like why even go down that road? What are your guys' thoughts on it? I think they're just trying to get like what you said, clickbait. And then they know that when push comes to shove, that they really couldn't actually survive in that area or in that place in general <clears throat> because I mean you got something like you got people that'll do a lot of stuff just for clout and that'll be that'll be all they do it for because I mean like your 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 location really matters to doing stuff because I mean I live here I live out here in the country where it's for the most part pretty peaceful but you but for instance like here with our kids you have a lot of kids trying to like live that i guess that city boy lifestyle i don't know mm. what what to call it but there there there's a lot more gun violence now than what it was when i was a teen here in this small town of like maybe 5 6000 people if that and it's because they're going you got kids that are go to different areas and learn from other people or they'll see these lifestyles that are portrayed on social media and they'll come trying to do it here in a small town that I mean there's not really too much here you know to like work with but they're trying to do stuff like that in a small town so I guess I mean location really matters because if they were in a bigger city all the stuff that they're doing yeah, no, that's it's really good. Right, so. it's really good take on it too, because I mean, you have people, you know, as much as everyone loves to talk trash about California, I mean, everyone moves here. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. everyone's coming to LA because you know their favorite influencer, their favorite celebrity, or you know whoever it may be, lives in LA, and when they post their content, you know, part of their um when you look at the location that they put under, a lot of it's going to be LA. A lot of it's going to be Miami. A lot of it's even going to be Atlanta, Georgia. I know Atlanta is huge. You know, New York City. You know, places like that. So it's, is it more, 
are you prone to watch something more if it's based off of the location? Like, are you going to be like, oh, you know, I kind of want to, you know, invest a little bit of time in this because they're, you know, they're out in L.A. or they're out in Las Vegas or they're out in New York City or, you know, Miami. Do you guys think that you're more prone to watch something if it's in, if it's featured in those bigger cities, areas or popular areas? I'm going to be honest, though. Um, and um, if you really look at, I guess you could say media, because I'm going to be honest with you, real life is not what you see in media. Uh, the, the ghetto lifestyle is not your, the goal to live um, mm. at, at all. Mm-mm. And I think a lot of people got this thing backwards. So check me, I'm using my life. I was born at Grady Hospital. Yes, I'm a Grady baby. I was born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, the apartments that I was raised in are not even existent anymore. They knocked them down in 1999 or 2000. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Uh, they they rebuilt them, but that's not the apartment version that I was living in. You get what I'm saying? Uh, when we left there, you get what I'm saying? We was on Section 8. Um, I didn't leave there and go to, like, a better place. I left there, and I ended up. Uh, in the zone four area of Atlanta. So I didn't really go to no better place, but I went to a better looking place, kind of. You get, you get what I'm saying? I went from apartments mm-hmm. to a house just in the hooded area. So it's like, I, I graduated when I was 18 years old to go to college, right? So when I listen to music and hip hop, I'm kind of just in, in listening to the music and enjoying it. You get what I'm saying? Right. Um, do I expect to see a rapper come on a rapper say he's from Perry Holmes or something like that. Probably not, not, not now, cause that, that lets you know he's somebody who's been on the internet. Because all of us are old as hell now. You get what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. am I, am I? If I hear somebody say they from the hood, I'm gonna listen to that music. I don't really care what neighborhood they come from, stuff like that. Uh, I got family members who's in who actually does rap, uh, underground rap and stuff like that in the city of Atlanta. So it's like. You kind of really mind your own business and let music be music and let the outside world think what they want to think. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So right. that's kind of, that, that really kind of how they go. So it's like um, when people go to like, I guess you say dangerous areas because people come to Atlanta from all over the planet and they come here, they have a good time. They go to the pause and don't nobody mess with them. You know what I'm saying? When people be talking about all those other stories, they'll be like black dark stories. People come to Atlanta to have a good time too. Don't don't get it twisted, man. Yeah. Um, so people now you have your dangerous areas, and you know, people probably over there doing some illegal stuff and they don't want cameras over there and stuff like that. You might run into stuff like that. And if you're not from over there, and these people don't know you, they don't know if you the police, they don't know if you're trying to rob them, they don't know if you're trying to steal, you know what I'm saying? So it's like be smart, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. So I was born here. So if you see me in a place that might be on TV, nine out of ten, because I used to live there or I got a family member there. Now, am I going to other cities like um, I went to school in the Bay Area? Now, am I going to the ghetto and the projects in Oakland, California, knowing damn well I ain't from there? No, I am not. You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Um, <coughs> it's like. So social media, it goes back to the misinformation thing. It's not it's not what it always looked like. You know what I'm saying? A lot of those stories you see on the news have personal stories to them. They probably been fighting each other, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. people do come to Atlanta and you can't come to Atlanta and you can't have a good time. Don't don't let people uh, fool you, man. You just got a lot of people who you got a lot of people who just ain't got nothing going for themselves, and you know, misery loves company. Yeah. You know, mystery does love company. <laughs> hey, it, 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 it's, it's how it is. If I haven't heard true words in my entire life, those, those are it right there. <laughs> you know oh, yeah. I live my life, you know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. probably from one of the places that most people would, would have hated to come live in. But you know, you see me on Facebook, you're gonna see me post good morning shit, shit uh, religion stuff, uh, happy stuff, sad stuff. But you know what I'm saying? I'm not one of those people that's out here. You know, if I got, you know what I mean? You're not, I don't know. Like I said, I think that's just social media and hip hop. I don't, yeah. I don't think that that stigma is even real. I want to give it, I mean, 
at Atlanta is a huge staple, huge, big emphasis on the huge staple in the music industry. I mean, mm-hmm. like it's it's insane how much Atlanta has influenced, you know, the music industry and stuff like that. I mean, and I I want to give a shout out to like one of my favorite fucking artists right now, who's actually from Atlanta, uh, Mariah the Scientist fantastic fantastic voice she's on tour so just huge shout out to her thank you for what you've done for music you know so far um it's hip-hop hip-hop is not necessarily how we live because you're from that pacific state or city you get what i'm saying so Mm -hmm. most of the people i know from where i am from you know, mostly it's trying to get a very rich area. So, like I said, I don't like don't don't get caught up in I guess social media too much. Like I told you, it's misinformation. Okay. You know what I'm saying? People who doing stuff that they doing, a lot of them people are trapped and can't do no stuff. You know, got you know records where they can't get a job or such like that. But if that's your goal, you know, you got to rethink some things. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, definitely. Um you know every every everyone that you know posts on social media and this and that you know take it with a with a little bit of grain of salt because you know they might be going through some things uh you know or just not going their way that might that might be the smallest um portion of good luck that they might have if they're posting something positive or you know whatever it may be um Another thing too is, um, I think a lot of time the news don't correctly portray everything. Mm-hmm. Like, um, mm-hmm. like you got a lot definitely. of my, you have a lot of minorities who go through like things and and you know who really do go through oppressional things and stuff like that, uh, systematic racism stuff like that. And a lot of them, you know, a lot of times individuals find themselves in situations where they feel they have to go do certain things you know what i mean mm-hmm. so like in certain areas you know it's a little different you know uh georgia's one of the you know one of them original slave states you know you gotta realize the history of what's going on here so a lot of people been at war and fighting since the beginning of the time here and ain't nothing changed you know what i mean to be honest with you so you should not be looking to come to atlanta and go hang out in the hood if you ain't from here that's that just right backwards. that's backwards as hell. yeah right that's, I mean, that's common sense, though, too, you know? Like I said, like, if you go places, don't go to the areas you don't really necessarily have business being in, you know? And I, just, I feel like in some way, social media has kind of gave people the green light to go to these places that they shouldn't have any business in and, you know, interfering, <laughs> interfering with people's lives or, you know trying to get a rise out of them which is one of the things i don't necessarily like you know yeah yeah you know what their videos may be funny or it may be you know i've watched i've watched you know quite a bit time to time and stuff but at the same time they kind of just like why would you do that you know like why would you even think this was a good idea i think people do that oh sorry oh no 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 go ahead no, I was gonna say I think people do a lot of that stuff for clout, and then when it does come to social media, there's a lot of misinformation with it because, like, most of the, I'm not gonna say most of the time, but a lot of people are lying about their lives on social media. Like they'll portray it to be one way, but in actuality, in real life, it's like a totally different ball game. And I think that's what makes people do these crazy things because. They're becoming clout chasers and just wanting to do stuff for the hype. Information with social media because people will lie about a lot of different things and that's not necessarily how things are or they'll just clout chase because they're like, oh, if I do a lot of this, I'll gain more followers. Cause... And then we're living in a day and age where people are more obsessed with how many followers and how many likes they're getting. And it's getting worse with each age group because... When I first got into social media, I was like a freshman in high school and social media wasn't all that 
important to me or to anybody, period. Like, we used to laugh at all the original videos and everything, but then it blew up. And now social media has become life for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And people get caught up on how many likes they have, how many followers they have. And they're like, oh, I have 50,000 followers. So, you know, I'm more close to being great or there's people out there that are following me. So I think that leads to, I feel like it leads to a lot of mental stuff too. Cause some people feel like they can't be accepted in anything or unless they have like a bunch of followers or if social media didn't see it, it didn't happen type of mindset. Right. No, I agree. With, I, I actually do agree with that too. Um, especially the play that it has on the mental health, you know, uh, it definitely warps people's minds. Or I'm a, uh, I don't know if I should say warp, but it does affect, you know, the mind and the capacity of, um, I have to be accepted or, you know, if I have this many followers, this many people like me, you know, stuff like that. Um, I think it's uh it's important to know the difference between a a uh, entertainer, you know, a podcast host, um, mm-hmm. you know, a business on social media, and a personal, you know, average Joe on social media. So it's like if I'm on social media and I'm selling a product, or if I'm on social media and I'm a entertainer. You know, it's business. It's um, right. like a lot of my family, uh, a lot of people that help with my business off scene are not even on my Facebook. You get what I'm saying? They don't. They they information come from when I call them. You get what I'm saying? So it's like mm-hmm. you got you got to know the difference between someone who just have their you know they just themselves and someone who's a you know it's a business. You know, if you're a rapper, that's your business. If you're an actor, that's your business. You know, your your use for social media is completely different. Right. So you got to know the difference between the two. You know what I'm saying? So that is going to play a good part in helping with individuals' mental health. Because you can know people before they became a rapper. Well, guess what? That person is a rapper now. So, you know, him being on social media is a business. You get what I'm saying? It's not necessarily just him personally. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Social media can be used for so many great fucking things, too. Like, so many great fucking things. I mean, there's... You know, there's so much you can do. Like everyone, you know, as much as everyone wants to dig on the OnlyFans platform, everyone that has OnlyFans, they're making good money doing that. You know, and hey, like, you know, some people are their their businesses that they post on the, on you know Facebook or Instagram. Hey, people are buying their product, or people are more prone to doing business that way. Um, so it, yeah, you know, there's there's a lot of good benefits um, with being on social media and. Being, right. you know, that route. Right. I think uh, it will depend on the person who's operating the social media's mindset and the mindset of other That's correct. Yes. Mindset matters as well when it comes to social media because like if you have a I'm gonna go out mentality like it'll show in your like your social media because for instance my children's god mom she works a nine well I guess you call it a nine to five. She drives trucks, but she also has a business on the side. And that business, like it's already like a, like a, a big popping business, but it's like mm. just up and started. And since she got on social media, she gets more orders on social media through social media than she does locally. Like she gets it. She's I think she's twenty six states and counting now, just off yeah. her getting on TikTok. So it's all about how I think if you know how to use social media, it's a very good thing. And if you have the mindset for how do you want to use it, like it is very beneficial to what you're if you're if you're trying to grow or do do anything in the business mindset. Because I feel like social media for business owners and entrepreneurs, it's a great thing. It's a fantastic thing because you can reach people like you've never reached them before. Because you're not always going to be so supported locally, whether you're in a big big town or a small small town, big city, wherever you're at, you're not always going to be accepted. So 
So when you get on social media and you hustle and you promote your stuff, you'll get strangers that'll just gravitate towards you. Mm. Yeah. So I like to, because, uh, you know, I am the pioneer of this shift over here or whatnot. So I like to, to, to keep people on the ground and realistic. Why are you doing these things? So a lot of us are doing these because this is this is a profession to us. This is not just something we're doing. Uh, this is this is a profession for up minds. You get what I'm saying? So it's to be able to establish wealth today, to buy homes, travel. You get what I'm saying? Do stuff like that. Um, so the the goal is to be able to live a good life, pay your mm-hmm. bills, not have to depend on your significant other like you were talking about earlier, Alan. Uh, I'm, 30, I'm 32 now, right? Um, I bought my first house when I was 27 years old. Uh, I still own that property. Um, I don't even live in that house right now. I stay in a whole nother house. You get what I'm saying? In a, in a whole nother city. So, and I and it's just me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I have a son. I have a cousin of my son. Uh, obviously, I still stay in the area where my parents live in, but I don't actually I don't actually live in the house with them. I have my own house and stuff like that. Sorry. Yeah. So the goal is to you know be able to live your life and afford to do the things that you do. And like you said, not depending on someone else to be able to pay to go to a basketball game or you want to travel, right? You know, you don't want to have to go take out a loan to travel. You know what I'm right. saying? Uh, mm-hmm. Realistically, when people start a business, what they do, they write a grant. They um, they apply for loans. They open up a business, yada, yada, yada. Social media have a have had a lot of people forget that that is still the route you take. You know what I mean? You might know somebody who was on the the wealthier train who got a business going and already, but you're not you you're not understanding that what it takes to actually start a business. So mm-hmm. this is your business. You got to keep your brand. You got to pay your taxes at the end of the year. Uh, I file my taxes every year, and you got to report what you do. So it's not just for fun. You get what I'm right. saying? You mm-hmm. gotta make money or your business is gonna shut down. So everything is not gonna be on social media. You get what I'm saying? Um you gotta have a go get a mentality. My very first episode was uh recorded and we filmed it. It's actually on video. The very first you know, from the first season, we used to actually record it on video. Uh that was done in Texas. You get know what I'm saying? Damn. Um so it's like you got to be able to do what you do. Uh, like yeah. I said, I'm in the diamond industry. I live in Georgia. Obviously, I travel around the world because fucking diamonds don't fucking grow in Georgia. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like, obviously, I'm doing stuff behind scenes. You get what I'm saying? So, and some things just take a little conversation to understand. I shouldn't have to explain that. So, you can't necessarily rely solely on Facebook, but you do have to understand that this is a business and people are trying to raise their children. Uh, my school, my son was going to private school this year. You get what I'm saying? That jump hey, wasn't. That congrats. jump wasn't. Cheap. I had to pay for that. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Next year, I'm actually trying to, I'm trying to actually let him go to homeschool, and that stuff is not cheap. You get what I'm saying? So people <laughs> are actually, you are actually, um, you're doing this stuff so you can create a a life. Right. You know what I'm saying? You want to be able to raise your family. You want to be able to travel because you know, even when you're a parent, you still want to have fun too. You want to be able to uh go to spas you know what i mean i got a facial last week for the first time i ain't never did that before in my life you know what i'm saying like you know what i'm saying you just try new stuff man like yeah you want but you want to be able to do that you want to be able to do those type of things so that's why you started business it's not just for fun you know what i'm saying you do have those people who like to play games and they start you know little hate group stuff like that but your people in the front who actually making money who actually own property who actually you know Doing these type of things for real, for real, you got to be able to look and see who actually, you know, just on Facebook for their own personal account, who actually got for business purpose. Yeah. Yeah. The whole facial part's funny to me because I know Stuart from, you know, back in the day. So it's just, I'm, I'm, I'm like picturing it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, man, I was in there sitting there laying down in the chair. Well, I lay, I lay back in the little, little bed and everything, man. That thing relaxing, man. It had the little uh, elevator music with the lavender sp- uh, smell in there and stuff. This is also this is also the man that, that uh, <laughs> falls asleep in bars too. Let's listen. 
Hey man, away from that. <laughs> I did that one. I did that one time. And let me tell you what these guys did. <laughs> oh, we <laughs> took, we captured every moment of it. We took pictures. Hey. We threw up the peace sign. Hey, that happened one time. Hey, <laughs> don't don't let don't let these guys fool you. Everybody, why you go to sleep in a bar though? It wasn't really a bar, so oh. it was like a, it was a hotel. Uh, but we had like a bar in our hotel, so okay. we I was actually sitting on a on a sofa, and I went to sleep on that thing. But nevertheless, everybody got some embarrassing stories. Don't let these people fool you. Oh, yeah. I, just up, I just don't be putting them out. There. I'm just waiting for like a ten year anniversary, and I'm gonna hit them across the head with. So I ain't, don't worry about it. I ain't tripping. Yeah, no, we everybody we, tell me everybody got everybody got some stories. We definitely all have our Lord knows I for sure. Oh my god. <laughs> this is why I don't I'm not going to any of my high school reunions or tenure reunions or none of that. I'm like, don't make this, this year makes <laughs> ten years. I've been out of high school and I, I don't even think they're having a reunion and I kinda don't even care to go because the person I am now, I was never nowhere near that person. In high school, I didn't actually, I guess, I am until like I went to college because I was a mm-hmm. quiet, home, homely like church girl in high school. I didn't never went out and did anything, but I went to college and I, I did my best to like try to live my best life because I had never been out of the house before. So, right. yeah. My, oh yeah, remind you, that old. story. That story was in uh, New Jersey. <laughs> So, like, Atlantic we was Atlantic City, Atlantic City, we was traveling. and uh, that hey, that night was fun though. So, I woke up right and dropped in a limousine, and uh, <laughs> like, I'm talking about life was dope, you know. What that I, mean? was... so I woke up, jumped in this limousine, limousine dropped me off at another hotel at our hotel because that wasn't even our hotel, but I was just trying to keep up, wait on everybody, but it didn't work. That was the first time I ever experienced a limousine ride, so that was. It was really cool. Um, that was dope. I think these are part of why I don't drink no more. These, these stories right here. <laughs> I don't, oh, this man. Yeah. I'm now not, I. <laughs> as far as as far as high school reunions go, or you know, any type of reunions, I don't go to them just because. Or I, I'm not going to mine this year, just because you know I don't really have a connection with anyone, you know, from that time anymore me either so so it's kind of like an almost like why would i even go you know like it just it, it doesn't really make sense you know we never I, I don't talk to anyone from you know that time and i haven't in i don't know how long so it's just like eh, it just kind of doesn't make sense for me to you know to really go like it'd just be kind of boring like i to me, it would just be another place like, all right, if they're serving drinks, I'm, you know, I guess I'm getting drunk or something. But it's like, if I had wanted to do that, I'd just go straight down to the bar. Sure. So, so yeah, it just doesn't make sense for me to go. So, I, that's the reason why I'm not going to mine. Um, anything like that. The military reunion, however, if they ever did a 10-year military reunion, yeah, for sure. I'd definitely go. I, have, I still have connections with people, you know, from that time. So, that makes sense for me to go. Well, yeah, of course you do, but uh, that's but let's say um, and I like for and I, uh, you do gotta remember that you are from a military background, mm-hmm. so your work ethic and what you're seeing isn't the actual status quo of what's going on outside. You know what I mean? You had a whole lot of people yelling at you and making right. you do stuff. Yeah, and um, you know, come so that's why coming from that you know, background is whereas while I lean towards more of, you know, the side I was leaning towards more. Um, but I don't have all the answers to everything. That's just, just, I'm going based off of what I think and what I've seen experienced. So, you know, it's kind of how I base it off. Uh, if anyone educates me, yo, I'm super open to it, super open to it. Please educate me because knowledge is power. And um, uh-huh. you can never, you can never stop learning, and you can never stop growing. You know, you can never stop, you know, experiencing a newer version of yourself. So, anything I'm more open to it. <clears throat> I just wanted to get everyone's thoughts. I thought it'd be an interesting topic. 
um, <clears throat> because so many people can relate to it. But that's my take on it. What else do you guys got for me? You got to remember that a lot of people work ethic and way they think are still the way it was before you went through all that type of training. So, mm-hmm. you know, while we are accustomed to being able to wake up in the morning, have our whole day done by 10 o'clock, that ain't necessarily how the average person is. <laughs> is no, operating. no. So you do got to uh, remember that part, though. Yeah, yeah. It's it is going to frustrate you. It's going to frustrate you. Yeah, it's going to frustrate you because, you know, but you probably didn't notice the – the development in your own personal character. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. It's gonna frustrate you when you turn around and, and see those type of things, <clears> but you do gotta be patient with everybody else though. Yeah, of course. So I watched my mom work two, three two and three jobs ever since I was six weeks old. So like I get some work ethic from her, but there was some aspects that like the way she worked hard I didn't necessarily want to work that hard because it was a lot of things that she missed out on in our childhood because she was always working. So mm-hmm. I try to find a balance between working working hard but smart at the same time to where I can be there for my children but also do the best that I can to like not fall behind on doing things so they can have live their best childhood because I don't want them to know that any you know any type of struggle which i know that could be like a little hard but i don't want them to know any type of struggle that i had to see or had to face i want them to just be able to live their best lives and just pick up where i left off like whatever level i reach when they're in adulthood i want them to go higher than me because i have plans i would love to be the first millionaire in my family but i have to like put towards i have to put Force the effort to really work hard and make a lot of sacrifices. Are you the middle child? No, I'm actually the <laughs> oldest and the only girl. I'm the okay. oldest and the only girl. I was gonna say that sounds like a that sounds like a middle child mindset. <laughs> yeah, like, but that like my my little brother, he's the middle child. He's in California. Okay. So I'm like, I'm the I'm the oldest. I'm the oldest. I get fussed at, <clears throat> and sometimes because I'm the only girl, I get treated like. I am the youngest or the middle child because brothers think that they are like basically my big brothers now because they're taller than me. Mm-hmm. So, but my goal is to try to just work smarter with a little with with hard work ethic, but like I want to be able to like do something because I just started this job. I'm the youngest person at my job and everybody's been there for 20, 30 years. And my goal is I might give y'all a good five, but after that, give y'all a good five to get stay on my feet. But after that, I'm going to do something for myself because I can't just see myself like working for 20, 30 years doing something right. that I don't know. Maybe that's because I'm a I'm a I'm a millennial, but I just can't see myself putting in that much time somewhere that I necessarily don't even want to be. You know what I'm saying? That's how you, that's how you get that average check, though. So you know you do like 15, 20 years at certain jobs, and you get that retirement pay and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. If, you know, like I mean, technically speaking, I am a millennial too. Millennial has a, a big wide uh, age gap. You get what I'm saying? But I'm more, uh, I guess you say the, the top of the millennial group, though. So, so, I mean, people do need to practice that or preach that down. That you know, some jobs you stay for 15, 20 years, and they'll give you a check for the rest of your life. Why you ain't working there no more? You know, you start mm-hmm. in your 20s, by the time you're 40, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can retire and and you you done, you know what I mean? You can get a check and still get another job and you know, have two checks at the same time, you get what I mean? Yeah, don't you know. And see, it's a state job, so I'm not complaining, but it's, I, it's, I guess I don't want to be, I don't want to work somewhere where I'm like complacent and I'm just happy with where I am when there's, when I can do greater. And I think sometimes that could bite me in the butt because I 
may not stick something out as long as I should because I'm always trying to achieve or go somewhere higher. So makes sense. But yep. that's one thing uh <clears throat> the military people do that unconsciously. Like a lot of you no, know, everybody else has to think about it, but you know, a lot of military people go in do 10, 15 years and they retire and they, you know, they get paid for the rest of your life. Most people join the military between 18 to 25. You know, even I fit in that age group. You know, I joined right mm-hmm. after my undergraduate college. You know what I'm saying? You do. I was 19. You, you get what I'm saying? 20 years, you still kind of young. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> 39 or 40. You know, you got some people just graduating college in their 30s and 40s. You get what I'm saying? You already done retired. You ain't even got to work no more, but you're working because you still want to. You get what I'm saying? You know, yeah. you're getting you're getting a retirement check from one company, man. You got another job racking, you know. So you got, but you do take dedication and you gotta be able to stay down, you know, be loyal. You know what I'm saying? A lot of yeah. distraction, come them out, you know, get rid of Yeah. I think I don't mind if I, you know, work twenty three years. Do I want to? No, of course not. I'm always gonna find, you know something that will benefit me to where I don't have to do that. But that being said, that kind of falls back into you got to do something that you love. You know, you got to be in a job area that you really want to be in or that you enjoy doing. Because at that point, time doesn't even matter. You're just doing your thing. You're living, you're living good. You've got a good paycheck. There's food in your children's mouths. You know, your spouse is happy. Like at that point, you know, you don't really bother about the time or how many years you spent there. Now, if it's a place where you, you know, you fucking absolutely hate, and you're like, "Fuck this!" every day of my life, it's like, "All right, yeah, fine." You got to find different opportunities for yourself. Yeah, but I think in the, I think in the, in, in the terms of like, you know, I do not want to work thirty years, but then again. If I am in a job I love and I enjoy doing it, and I wake up every day and I'm happy and I come home happy, I honestly don't even think about it. <laughs> I just yeah, it, it's like no longer a job; it's more of a career, like mm. something that you love. And see, exactly. me, I'm what I love to do. I don't know how to necessarily make money from it yet because I love to write short <clears throat> stories, and books, and stuff like that. But like, it takes a long time before you see any type of result from that so I'm still working out those kinks but until then I'm going to work the you job that and you, gotta just you know it. make it work yeah that's half that is that is all the fun right there it's the journey it's you know it's not the product that ends up coming out but it's the process to get that product to come out so you got to just do it you know <clears throat> what I'm saying you got to just do it um you know most Great things didn't start how they started. It was a matriculation, meaning they didn't even mean to do that. So just do it. You get what I'm saying? Like, you look at, uh, well, if I'm not mistaken, Amazon started from a guy's garage, selling books in a guy's garage or something like that, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. just, jump, just jump out there. You know what I'm saying? You never know where you're going to go. Think, you know uh, what I'm saying? Think Apple, Microsoft, um, they all started uh, in their parents' garages, and they kind of, right. you know, now you can't. Yeah, you can't you can't go anywhere without consuming one of their products. You just can't. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a phone, I mean, it's 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 the internet search engine. Like, you you can't get away from it. <laughs> you know, right? That's that's. I think that 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 could lead to misinformation too. You know what I'm saying? You look at Facebook, and you don't know where they started it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, you know, you get heartbroken, you get depressed because you're trying to do what you see, but you know, you may not know that it took them a long time for that to even be something they can show on Facebook. You got to go put in that work before they show it on Facebook. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, I, my LLC was actually a class project when I was in my master's program. Mm. You know, I, was, I wasn't just somebody at home who said, let me try something. I was actually in school, and uh, this podcast got me my A+. You get what I'm saying? I graduated. And uh, I grabbed my master's degree in 18 months. You know what I'm saying? So you got to know what you're looking at. You got to ask questions. You know what I'm saying? Ask the person who's doing it. Stop at, don't ask nobody around them because they don't know. So I'm going to tell you from a business owner. I don't tell my greatest business secrets. That's why 
I do what I do and only I do what I do. You get what I'm saying? So if you're asking people around me, you're going to be lost in the sauce. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, my professor himself, you know, helped guide me start and formulate my education. So, like like I said, uh, a lot of hard work goes into things before you see it on Facebook. So sometimes you have to, if you see something you like, don't just try to mimic it. You know, hit that button and try to get some information from that person because you never know where they where they started at it. You know what I'm saying? You got some people who can go get a TikTok and, you know, popularity, and they blow up because they got a million views. Well, guess what? It takes hard work to even be popular, believe it or not. You know what I'm saying? A lot of us don't care to be popular. You know what I'm saying? We're not going the extra mile to go make sure we have a, a new haircut every three, four days. Some people not. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It takes take hard work to be popular, believe it or not. So hard work is going to be into anything that's successful. If it's successful, you're going to put hard work in it, no matter what. Yeah, most definitely. So uh, we pretty much had a pretty good dialogue on yes. work at high location. Um, misinformation can contribute to one's success, wealth, and whatnot. So, I mean, we give out everybody get a last couple words in it, what you feel out, so we can go ahead and we're going to get ready to cut this out and yeah. go look at what happened last week in the stock market and stuff like that. All right. All right. All great, all, all great topics, all great answers. Um, you know, like I said, I lean towards the more on the lazy route side, but I am open-minded to it, and I am open to being educated more on it If because, you know, there's not – I still don't know a whole lot. So that's just my stance on it. Um, it's raining over here, so – going to be uh, one of those nice little cloudy days. Oh, yeah. Um, well, my take on social media and work ethic, I think it kind of really just all depends on the type of work that you're if you're a business owner or an entertainer because there have been people that have been lazy since the beginning of time before social media. <clears throat> so people like with social media coming along, I think people have found new ways to be will be lazy, but it actually pays off and makes them money. So it just really kind of depends on how you look at it. But I think if you're going to be lazy, you're going to be lazy whether social media is around or not. Well, I'm not going to lie to you. If y'all know somebody who's making money off social media and not putting in no extra work. Give me that information so I can take that. <laughs> I mean, like I told you, my, my podcast, that's the only thing that I really consider to be social media. My LLC is not a social media business at all. Uh, that's more of an agricultural and sociology business in nature. Uh, not only do we, uh, we don't just dig for diamonds around the world. We are uh, into agriculture altogether. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we we into um, researching ways for climate change, uh, soil uh, integration for uh, cleaning the air, uh, reducing some of the um, the green gases and stuff like that that pollutes the air, getting rid of some of the carbon dioxide and stuff like that. So, uh, what comes out of the ground is just some of the the benefits that my company can sell. You get what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of work, like I said, to do anything. But as far as my podcast business, I consider that to be social media. But even that, like I said, you know, I've been, I had to travel. I had to travel to make this even happen. It started in California. My first uh, show was actually in Texas. Uh, right now, I'd be headquartering it out of Georgia. Um, believe it or not, there's a lot of meat behind the scenes with people who not even actually on the podcast. Um, you know, be out, we'd be outside at night, late at night. You know what I'm saying? So it takes a lot of work. Um, a lot of stuff just don't make it on social media. So when y'all find those people that just got that lucky touch, man, send them my way so I can research them. <laughs> yeah, you gotta okay. you gotta come back out to California and we gotta do a whole episode. Shoot hey, a whole episode I'm down out there. with it. I'm down with it, man. Uh, can, you need that creative, you need that creative juice when it's we, we can go record at some taco place. Down with smoke, it. smoke a little joint, you know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> It don't even matter. You got me at 
tacos anyway. So, <laughs> we'll put this in motion, make it happen, man. For so, sure. yeah, man, everybody stay blessed. Have a uh, terrific day. And thank you, America, for listening. All right, thank you. You guys as well. I thank you so much. Being a part of this. So, thank y'all. Have a great day. Most definitely. Y'all stay blessed. All right. Stay All right, blessed. You too. Stay blessed.